Movie Here's How It Goes, a show where we watch movie trailers, make predictions, and see how close we came. Today, we'll see how we did for Nope, and then make predictions for Bullet Train. But first, let's get caught up on what we're watching. I'm Matt Rundle, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and friend. He's a man who doesn't have to ask for a five-star review. It's Matt Dell, everybody. <laughs> hey, sir, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Last time I saw you was actually in, in person uh, when we went to the uh, to the Rage concert. That's right. A good Rage concert. Yeah, it was a great show. I talked to people who were at the... Because they did the, thir- the Tuesday in Hamilton, they then did the Thursday at the ACC. What is it? What's it called now? It's not the ACC. It's called... Uh, Scotiabank. Scotiabank Center. Who, who, so I, I talked to people who went to the Tuesday show and the Thursday show before, and it sounds like ours, uh, ours was the show to be at. I think so. Yeah. I think supposedly there was a couple songs that they hadn't played like in 15 years. Like I think I think like even not on US legs of the tour, which I thought was interesting. Because yeah, well, there was different set lists for each show. Because I was talking to people over each one, and we we're talking about the opening songs and stuff, and completely different set lists for all the three shows. And we were the only show that got Run the Jewels who opened to come back out and do a song with him. And no other show had Tom Morello being tackled by security. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> No, it was a good show, and you got back okay, obviously, and everything was good. Yeah, it was great. I took the train both ways, and I had the full, you know, the, the two seats, the two seats across. I had the empty, full empty set there and back. Perfect. I love me an empty go train. I like riding the go train. I don't mind it either. And you've been good for, like, the last whatever it has been. It's been almost two weeks now, I guess. A week and a bit. A week and a bit. Two weeks? Nah, week and anyway, a bit. Anyway, you've been good? I've been good. You? Yep, yep. No, I, we uh, did some camping. We're recording this after the August long weekend here in Ontario. Uh, the thing they call it the Civic Long Weekend. I did some camping with some buddies of mine and our kids, and that was a lot of fun. And other than that, I've just been sort of like doing doing the usual nine to five at home things. Um, so, what have you been watching, sir? Let's see. Well, I've started. I'm almost done reading the Time Traveler's oh. Wife. So you okay? So you went back and 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 read it or are reading it, and which is happy and sad. I'm very much enjoying it. There's a bunch of stuff I forgot, but the reason I am reading it now is because we are not getting a season two of the Time Traveler's <gasps> Wife on Crave. It has been canceled. Oh no! Really? Yep. I didn't no, hear I was that. Oh, you just ruined my day. I'm you sorry. Son of a I know. bitch. How, where did you read this, or how did you find? Find out, like I think I might have been looking for a release date, and I was like, "Time Traveler's Wife season two and I forgot the source, but it was a legitimate source. And they said, like, straight from HBO, like, "No, we've chosen not to to pursue it at this time. No second season." Oh, yeah, one bummer. That's about too that. bad. Like, that's I guess it just didn't pull people in. I guess I guess not. I was really enjoying it though. No, I liked it too. That's too that that I, that's upsetting. Has been an upsetting week entertainment wise. What with Time Traveler's Wife being canceled and having to watch the gray man on netflix (laughs) i haven't seen it yet is it bad it's very bad very bad interesting because a couple buddies of that i was just mentioning going camping with both said they liked it they said it was kind of like a throwback to like a 90s action movie but not like a michael bay one and they said it was kind of i got like they said it was definitely worth watching so you're even going worse than that saying like it was bad no it well it's on netflix it's fine throw it on in the background watch it but don't yeah keep your expectations low for it because like 200 million dollar budget i think ryan gosling chris evans anna armas billy bob thornton like they brought it all the stars for it um they said it wasn't like michael bay it's very much like michael bay it is just like 
over-the-top action, cliche action scenes that are a complete spectacle, but do not really wow you in any way. A couple of them, like, there's a couple scenes are done with CG to the point that you don't even know what's going on. There's a scene with him diving out of an airplane that's just basically computer graphics noise. Like, I guess they're trying to show how hectic it is and how chaotic it is. It just looks like a mess. And then they do, I mean, they hit hit all the cliches, too. I'm looking at right now on uh, Rotten Tomato, critics, Mm -hmm. 45% audience 91 91 audience like i will say this i'm not annoyed i watched it i was completely entertained the whole time but it is just a complete fluff action movie with zero substance okay okay i'm gonna make this my homework i actually when we were speaking the other day i guess yesterday but what we're gonna do next which you mentioned is um bullet train starring brad pitt that comes out a couple days from this recording mm-hmm. this i'm not gonna lie gray man was a choice i was thinking of doing so i'm glad that i'm glad that I, we dodged that bullet well it would have given us a lot to talk about but yeah it's uh, i think we're better off going with bullet train okay well we don't know that yet it was funny because i didn't even know um i hadn't heard anything about gray man i was just literally in netflix just you know scrolling around and it was obviously the movie that pops up first so i just saw gray man was like i'll try this random movie i hadn't heard about and then ryan gosling's on the screen i was like what the hell this is like this is an actual movie this isn't some and then the stars kept coming that chris evans is on there i was like wow i'm in for a treat i was not in for a treat (laughs) it's just like when you get raisins at halloween you get all excited that they put put something in your bag, and then you look inside, and you're like, "Goddamn raisins!" Yeah. Now these raisins do explode, but they still taste like raisins. <laughs> all right, I gotta make I gotta make it uh, a, a, a a thing to try to watch. Yeah, you won't. Okay, I'll say that. Yeah, you won't be annoyed. You watched it. But, so okay. All so right. other than other than that, um, have we dealt with? I finished Stranger Things. I think that was on my homework list. We no. haven't talked about that, right? No, we never. I think you had when we last spoke. You had were working your way through it, but you hadn't finished it. So what did you think? It was okay. Uh, I actually, when I was oh, done, really? when I was done, I went back. I was like, I really don't remember much from the previous three seasons. So I went back and started watching season one again. And then it was like, yeah, this is how I remember Stranger Things. Like, this is a lot of fun. Season four is okay. I find a couple things. Okay. One, there's too many characters now. And the main four characters, the original ones, they're the least interesting. Dustin is interesting. The other three, kill them off. Yeah, there's Mike and Dustin and and, and I guess Will, who's... I guess like he's the brother the guy who got taken will's the absolute dud yeah they sh- never should have bothered getting him back and uh, i can't remember who the, their black friend is uh god i know max is the red i can't remember them all I, yeah yeah okay but I, like okay and that and 11 i can do without 11 too what like the other ones are good like i really like mac what's the guy with the hair's name god why don't i watch so many seasons of this and i don't remember any characters oh names. um nancy and like nancy and who's the guy uh oh um steve so i like nancy yeah. i like steve i like the new guy the new D guy like i like all the new characters they introduce just the core group including 11 they kind of bore me so there's that and okay. um and the episodes are too long they were better when they had to be 44 minutes i found like not even content wise like keep the all the plot points the same you could just tighten all this up with like there was points like not even just like useless scenes but useless shots when they were doing a slow motion scene and I was actually like screaming at the 
TV, like, all right, the next shot already. They're lingering on these people's faces for these long slow-mo shots. And there's so much bloat in these old, like these long episodes. It's like Sometimes constraints are good. And the constraint of having to, like, tighten it down to 44 minutes, it's, I think it would have benefited from that. But overall, like, I'm, I'm sounding very negative. I still enjoyed it enough that it's... It, I was more hesitant at the start, and it got better the further I went through. So I'm glad. I I'm, okay. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that that is the final takeaway. I mean, I I don't I don't 100 disagree with things certain things that you're saying. Like, yes, the Will character, whatever. Um, in fact, that whole storyline of California, like the guys in California, like I liked Eleven. And like when she gets taken and put into wherever she is, New Mexico or wherever, wherever she is, like I liked all that, like trying to having to get her powers back because I was sort of sick of her not having her powers. And I like the Max storyline with every all and all the kids back home. And I like the Hopper storyline. I will admit, I will admit some of the the Winona and I can't remember the other guy's name, like going to get Hopper dragged a bit. Like it was like and the crazy Russian Ivan or whatever his name was. Like could have definitely been some trimming there. Definitely trimming with the the guys in california like i did not like the new character argyle like the stone pizza guy like oh it was, he was kind so of annoying one note, yeah one note joke that i didn't really find funny the, the first time it was told so to have him be continue like now join the group i was like oh god like to me they could have just said like you know they could have had the shootout with the FBI agents and they you know they figure it out and then they just go like I don't know they just didn't like it just went on and on and on they go to the, uh, Dustin's girlfriend's house and that's like his weird wacky adventure and like it's just yeah that <laughs> stuff could be trimmed down a bit but I like I mean again I liked I liked the story I liked the whole Vecna I liked I like yeah like Steve and Nancy and then of course and then Robin like I love like his lesbian friend who at first Nancy isn't sure like I like their yeah. dynamic the three yep. of them like they're all great and I love and I loved Eddie too the the new D and D guy I mean mm-hmm. spoilers here if you want to plug your ears three two one I was sad when Eddie bought it I was like no I liked his character so much so it was kind of ruined for me like with people annoying people who say like you know I don't want to give any spoilers so I'm not going to tell you the, the the big character who dies it was like awesome so I knew somebody was going to die in it and I was very sad it was him they keep introducing characters every season into the show and they, they're not killing them off fast enough they, they gotta trim it yeah no I know um, and I get I get with the core four well the core five really like the original ones it's it's hard to kill them off because they're kind of what the show is based around but they're the most expensive as far as I'm concerned. Like, Eleven you need in there for plot reasons, but as a character, I don't know. She's she's kind of one note to me, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy that there's a, the fifth season, and I'm happy that they've said they will be shorter episodes. I don't know if they're going back to their 44 minutes, but I, I think they're getting away from their, like, 90-minute episodes, so. Oh, I didn't know they said that. Yeah, supposedly the Duffer Brothers said, like, fifth and final, and that the, sh- the episodes will be shorter. I don't know if a lot of people were squawking about the length. I don't know. And again, I don't know what shorter means, but yeah, they're, they will be shorter. And it's at least the story is coming to an ending, because again, I don't know how many times these kids can save the world. Though, I guess, as this story ends, the world hasn't really been saved, so I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah, we already on the spoilers. I'm trying to remember, how does this end off? Well, the, so the, the cracks form in the town. That's and right, okay. 
And, I mean, Hopper's, like, they're all finally back together. Hopper is back, and everyone's back. Um, and the evil blonde guy is definitively dead. Or, no, is he blonde or is he gray-haired? I can't remember now. Matthew Modine? Yeah. I think he is dead. Yeah. Father or Papa? Papa? Papa, yeah, yeah. Is he a blonde hair or gray hair? I can't picture him. I think it's gray. It's gray. Okay. I just, he has a big head of hair, though. But, uh, yeah, because there was, you know, the tease with him, you think, dying in the first season or whatever. But, uh, no, I think he's, he's got to be definitively dead now, yeah. I think he did. Was he going to take two, like, high-caliber rifle shots from a helicopter? At least two. Maybe he, there's even yes. three. I can't remember. Yeah, I think he's dead. I don't think but he's crawling you never know. He get pulled into the upside down and resurrected by a creature there or something. But. Well, I mean, that sort of scenario ends with, like, the army guys coming out and all their trucks have been destroyed. And they're, like, standing there like, gosh darn it. So, I mean, could they have run over with a medic and patched him up? Yes. Like, but I hope not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need any more he's a, Papa he's stories. He's a good character, though, but it's, I mean, it's his time has come. Yeah. Um, okay, good. You watched that, and Gray Man, anything, and you're reading Time Traveler's Wife? Great. It, I was going to say, just going back to that for a second, are you finding, I mean, obviously books and can't be true, or movies can't be true to books, TV shows, etc. Are you finding that the show, like, where it sort of carried itself to for the first season, like, did they make a lot of concessions, or concessions that you're okay with, or did you are you finding anything like oh damn I really wish they had kept this in? No, it was surprisingly similar. Okay. Even even the order of events, like I had said for it that they how good the episodes were for each episode having a theme. Like they kind of go through in the book too. the The television show really didn't cut out much and really didn't change too much. Um, I'm almost done it, so like there's. Like all, all the stuff with his daughter as well, which we didn't get from the the season of the show, and she's in the book. But no, yeah, it's it's it was weird. It was very true to the book because I was surprised. I thought it was going to be different because watching. I mean, it was fifteen years or so since I've read the book. But watching the television show, so much was new to me that I thought they had changed a lot because I didn't remember very much. And then going back over the well, book, yeah. I was like, no, it's very much the same. Well, that's good. But yeah, very. That's but good. I'm enjoying it. Although it does good. have, wow, the, there is a sex scene in the book that's one of the most poorly written sex scenes I've ever read. Oh, okay. Between, between, between the two them, Between characters? Henry and Claire. Okay. And it, it's just the first time they have sex. And it's the way like they're talking to each other, which is supposed to be like sexy, but is just really really weird <laughs> okay i think it has like 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 there's like things in your guts like like your spleen and, and your stomach and like there's room for other things in there like you could fit a whole bunch of other things in there like toy cars or penises and this is like their dirty talk to each other i was like what, what the hell is going on with this oh boy oh yeah. boy okay good anyway <laughs> i'm glad your book's great you're reliving through that okay <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. So that's what I've been watching. Oh, other, other than that, just quickly, uh, I watched uh, the first season of For All Mankind on Apple Plus. It was one I had started before and didn't give up on for any reason, but I've just gone back and I'm almost done the first season of that. So Is that the one with Sean Penn? It's the one that takes place in the 50s, well, starts in the 50s, and is about the space race if Russia had landed on the moon first. It's an right. alternate history of what would happen with the space program. So it kind of goes through time. So the first season is about 10 years about them landing on the moon and what happens after that. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I think they're in their third season now. I really I think it was so. holding me back. I enjoyed it. But the characters are, there's not really many standout characters. So while the, like, it's interesting sci-fi and the story's really cool and this alternate history is really interesting, the characters themselves are not that great. It's, it's still, I'm still enjoying it, but that's its weak point. Okay. Interesting. Okay. 
Good to know. But that's what I've been watching anyway. Okay. How about you? I, I haven't watched really that much. I did a little bit of homework, and I, we watched Cha-Cha Real Smooth um, that you had seen, I guess, a couple episodes ago now. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Or we loved it. It was great. It was... Nice. Uh, yeah, it was just a nice sort of feel-good comedy romance kind of thing i like the guy he was really good i thought um what's her name daisy johnson no dakota johnson yeah. i thought she was excellent i'm just i'm constantly i'm more and more surprised with her i don't know why the more i see her i I like her more and more i guess because she i just find that she i don't know i guess maybe because i know like she started as like the girl in 50 shades of gray movies not that i never watched those movies or read those books but i i kind of thought i kind of in my head like chalked it up to like oh this is gonna be like another twilight actor even even worse though like yes no i know it seemed like that that as a first role could have doomed her so good for her for breaking out of it well that's what i mean and then like i saw her she's in this we watched her last year in the peanut butter falcon we watched her in um bad times at the el royale um i saw her in lost daughter that was uh last year and got some oscar nominations she's really good in that i don't know she's just taking on interesting things and i guess she's not afraid to like do like kind of independent movies like the, like the Peanut Butter Falcon and Cha Cha Real Smooth. So I, I I don't know. And she was a producer on this movie. So she obviously really liked his first movie and or him the script or whatever. So uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, movie was really good. I enjoyed. It. I know you kind of talked about it. I don't know much more I can say about it. I just. Um, I like him, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to track down that first movie, Shit House, which yes, unfortunately has that title. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I did look up that. Yeah, he's got. He's directing something else, but the first time that he's directing something else that isn't his, which I find interesting. But you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, and really, the only other thing that I've been kind of well, no, I lie. I, the other two things I've been watching. One we talked about kind of when I saw you for the concert was the. Uh, the Vox Machina cartoon yes. TV show on Amazon Prime, which if you've been listening to us from the beginning, um, or if not, I'll, I'll explain it. It's uh, it's uh, the the creators, the actors slash creators of um, Critical Role, the D and D role playing game that has become like this huge phenomenon on YouTube. And is it Stitch or Snick? Twitch? Twitch. Twitch. Um, and they've been going on for years and years and years. They're in their third campaign of D&D or third, you know, story, if you don't know D&D. Um, and their stories take like a year plus. So anyway, this was the first campaign they did. And obviously, they shortened it all the way down into a 12 episode, half hour episode story. Now, I haven't finished it yet. I've only watched about the first half, but I've been watching it and I really enjoyed it because I know that you and I were raving probably back in season one, maybe season two about actually watching them play the critical role. And I would love to do, do that, but their episodes are like four hours long. Like, and, and like I said, like one, one part of this story or campaign, like, like is four hours a week for, like I said, like a year. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of time to commit to people watching play watching people play a board game basically 
It's like watching a Stranger Things episode. Yeah, even though it's super talented, they're super talented voice actors, and they make it really funny and they're entertaining. But uh, I, I like this because I'm still getting a, a taste of it. Yeah, okay. It's funny for like if if this is getting people to, if the actual uh, critical role show is getting people to play Dungeons and Dragons again, it's kind of, you're kind of set up for a letdown because you watch them, and you'd be like, that seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll play Dungeons and Dragons again, and your game is never going to be as good as their game. With no. As a dungeon master, and like they're all voice actors, and how well they do the characters, and they get into it. Plus, their whole set design and everything for yeah, they're you know, a bunch the of miniatures, of, the of, models. Yeah, yeah, they're such yeah, they're such close old friends. You can tell they've been friends for who knows a decade or more. They're really they they know each other. They they can bust balls and make each other laugh, which makes you kind of laugh. And uh, yeah, and they're talented voice actors, so they really get into their characters. And and you get the impression they've been playing D anD D for ten plus years so they they're really invested it's, to them it's not just like playing a you know around a battleship or something <laughs> they're, re- I know, they're I really know for them I, I believe in the very because they're in their third campaign now yeah the first campaign that got them started was just a home game with them yeah so it started off air and then about halfway through they're like maybe we should put this online maybe people will be interested so they started streaming it when they were already through the campaign but it was yeah it was never done as this let's put dungeons and dragons online or like let's air it it was just their home game that they decided to uh to put on air after the fact well it's interesting because the first the first the season the show the first two or three episodes are is is sort of its own adventure like it links up to something else but I could I wonder again I don't know for sure but I wonder if those first three episodes are the is the the section they started at home mm. like it's all about them getting hired to go and find out what's you know killing these these villagers and you know spoilers here but yeah it turns out to be this blue dragon and they have to like get these things to kill the dragon and blah 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 blah, blah. and then they come back to the the king or the kingdom and he rewards them for that and then he sort of makes them the protectors of the realm and then this other story sort of spins off of that so it seems like an interesting point where it's that's where it started and then then they're like oh well let's just keep going with this now i'll make you matt the dm will be like i'll make you the protectors of the realm and we'll just take this online kind of thing so Mm. But I'm enjoying it. I think it's great. I, uh, nice. I maybe like I'll the- try and pick it back up again because I only watched the first episode, so maybe I'll join yeah, back in. It's, it's nice to to hear them all, and yeah, it's good. And then the other show, another show that I've been watching again, haven't finished it. I'll try. Hopefully, these will both be finished by the time we meet again. Is another Amazon Prime show, which is The Terminal List, starring Chris Pratt. I've heard of this. How is it? Well, again, it's eight episodes. I think I've watched four, maybe five. So I'm not done, but I'm at least halfway through. I'm liking it. I uh, There's a good sort of mystery aspect to it. Chris Pratt, who I'm getting, I was getting a little, I guess I still am getting a little tired of him being in everything, is good in this. It, he's the most <laughs> uncrest Pratt I've seen him okay. before. Like, there's nothing funny in his character. Like, even if you... So it's not like Jurassic Park, where he sometimes has one-liners, or he's over the top, or it's not like Guardians do kind of doing the same thing, and it's not like... Um, 
what was that? Oh, that one we did, for, I think, for this show last year, the the alien invasion one. That was a serious movie. Remember, they had to teleport twenty years into the future, or they go twenty years in the past. Remember that thing, the Tomorrow oh, War, the Tomorrow War. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. not good. Yeah, I no. forgot about that. But that's an action movie. But again, he still has like little quips and things. This, there's no quips. He's playing a Navy SEAL, and he's it's deadly serious. Like it is a deadly serious James, you know, Jason Bourne, you know, esque spy esque sort of like uh, Tom Clancy. You know, if you've read any of his books or you know watched any of the movies, like it's a very serious sort of Navy SEAL show. And I really like it. I'm enjoying it so far. I don't know if I'd say I really like it, but I'm enjoying it. I'll see if it sticks the landing. I guess it's based on a series of books by a Navy, an ex-Navy SEAL. I don't, not that these are true stories. They couldn't be, but I think that obviously they're based in some of his knowledge of being a Navy SEAL and and missions and tactics and and that kind of stuff. But I guess it's a series of books. I don't know how many books are in it. I don't really want to look anything up yet in case it ruins something. So I've heard that there is a rumbling that there's already going to be a season two for this show. I don't know where that will go based on where this season is going. So I don't, I don't know how I feel about a season two because this seems like a self-contained sh- show, and if they extend it, I think it might water down the product. But we'll see. Okay, but, well, um, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put the Vox Machina show and the Terminalist on my homework list, and hopefully, I can uh, catch up to you by yeah. The, the Terminalist is hour-long episodes. It. Yeah, like watch the first one or like just give it one or two. Like just and uh, you'll and like you'll either know the Terminalist if you're in or out. But it's a very different Chris Pratt, and and it's it's probably because it's such a different Chris Pratt is probably is probably why I'm stick I stuck with it because if it had just turned out to be regular Chris Pratt like with one liners and whatever whatever like a lighter action adventure I would have been out of here like a bat out of hell. Okay, um, all right, it's so, on my list. So, yeah, so that's it for me. So I guess we can get into the main event. Um, unless you have anything to add? No, let's get into okay. it. Let's get into. So nope. we're gonna for people who are new to. The show or maybe you haven't been with us recently you need a refresher um this is going to be the spoiler portion of the show we're going to talk about nope uh jordan peele's nope that just came out in theater about a week two weeks ago uh, as of this recording um we're going to be answering our predictions and our questions that we made last episode. Um, and then we, at the end of this, we will make predictions and questions for our next movie, which is the Brad Pitt movie Bullet Train. Um, and that will not be have any spoilers because we'll just, we've just watched the official trailer and we'll be making predictions from that. But again, uh, for this section, nope. Um, if you don't want it ruined, you haven't just got around to it yet, um, you Use the chapter markers and skip ahead. If you know this isn't your cup of tea or you know or you've already seen it, then stick with us because we're going to talk all about it. Uh, on that note, sir, do you want to give a, a plot recap of Nope? I would love to. Okay. So we have OJ and M. Haywood. They own a horse ranch that provides horses for television and movies. They inherited it from their father who died from a freak accident when he was impaled by a coin which fell from the sky with a bunch of other debris they believe from from a private jet. Uh, But business isn't doing so well. 
So they've been selling their horses off one by one to a man named Jupe, played by Stephen Young. Um, he has a small western theme park nearby, and he capitalizes on his fame as a childhood TV star. But his career as a child actor was cut short when Gordy, the chimpanzee who Jupe starred in the sitcom with, went berserk and insulted and murdered many people on set while Jupe watched while hiding under a table. OJ, back on the ranch, witnesses a UFO, and he and his sister decide that the solution to their money problems is to capture it on video. So they enlist the help, and are going to have the help force on them, by Angel, who works at a local electronic shop and helps them set up cameras around their property. Now, it turns out that Jupe, the guy with the Western theme park, he also knows about the UFOs, and he has been sacrificing the horses he's been buying to the UFO uh, as a show. But one of the shows goes wrong, and the UFO, that it turns out is not a ship at all, but a creature, eats Jupe and the entire crowd and spits out all the loose items they were carrying, and that, turns out, is how uh, OJ and M's father died. The movie reaches its climax when OJ, M, Jupe, and Holst, who is a cinematographer that they worked with at the beginning of the movie, um, they set up a trap to film the creature. Holst is killed trying to get the perfect shot. Angel is almost killed when the creature consumes him but spits him out because he was wrapped in barbed wire. And OJ and M manage to get a photograph of the creature before killing it by tricking it into eating a giant helium cartoon cowboy balloon which causes the creature to explode for some reason. Yeah, nope. Pretty simple movie all in all but I really liked it. I found the scenes that were scary were actually scared me. Daniel Kluwit, he is, he does such a good job of, he plays such a subdued character and he's, you could tell he's depressed that his father died. Maybe he's just like that in general, but he plays such a subdued character, but is so captivating the whole time and is very funny in like these very understated delivery of jokes he has. And then he balances out well with his sister who is, you know, over the top and the two of them really play well together and a simple movie, but scary and crafted well. What do you think of it? I liked it. I I don't know if I liked it as well as you. I I the ending I have issues with some of the ending. Like I don't think it's I don't think it sticks the landing. Um but I really liked it. Definitely for the first half to two thirds, I was I, I was really in. I I I liked it. I liked all the characters, the acting, like you said, like the scares. Like it was very if I had to describe this movie, honestly, this like if I had to compare it to something, I know it's not the same, but you might understand you'll get this since you've watched it, I think, or I hope. It's kinda like like the first half is very much like Jaws. Like instead of the fin through the water it's this thing that's sort of like in the clouds it darks in it ducks out it's mm-hmm. like creeping around it comes out and does its, does its things to people and, and horses and you know whatever whatever and it's got that sort of tension of like or that sort of scare aspect of Jaws. Like, to me, it starts falling apart when you see it. And then I, I don't know. I, okay, I guess we'll get there. I know this is part of the questions, but like the fact that it's not a ship, it's a living entity. It's a alien itself. It's not even a ship that we see, but the fact that it, um, I don't know. I didn't like how it transformed. I don't know. It looked a little cheesy to me when it kind of <laughs> becomes more, I don't know what you call it, kite like, I guess. But, um, but these are again, small things. Overall, I enjoyed this movie. It was a, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to be the hit that um, Get Out was, obviously. But it is, uh, it is a back and a good step in the right direction from us, which I thought was a huge 
fault. I think that was a movie that, again, started well and creepy, the home invasion people. And then you find out they're kind of like, they're the same people, but they definitely did not stick the landing on that one. Like that movie starts falling apart. Like I feel like a half hour in, whereas this one, though I don't think it sticks the landing. It, 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 it's, it's definitely, it's definitely better, much better. Yeah. Us was terrible. I would say I like this better than Get Out. I really like this. I agree with you. Um, okay. The scenes I found scary were the chimpanzee scene when mm, we, it's, it's teased it. Yeah. It's teased at the start, but like when we really see from, uh, Jupe's vantage point, him hiding under the table when the chimpanzee is going crazy, that was terrifying. And the way you, you're hiding there right there with him and you're terrified of it looking at you and it's going about its business, like beating on people. And you don't really see, like you see that it's like destroying somebody, but it's kind of hidden behind a couch. You don't see what, and yeah. you're just waiting for it to look. And when it finally looks and notices you, that's terrifying. That yes. was terrifying. And the aliens, who turns out to be just some kids, but the aliens yes. in the barn, when they first that. show up, that was so well done and so creepy. What is so not creepy. creepy? Yeah. What is not creepy is the creature. Yes. Because the problem is giant, a giant spaceship isn't scary. Yes, it can be threatening because it sucks people up, but it's not inherently scary. Like it can't sneak up on you. And it's kind of like in Jurassic Park, how the raptors were way more terrifying than the Tyrannosaurus Rex was. Size does not equal scary. Size equals menacing. And well, that's yeah, that's why I kind of like compared to to Jaws, where it's like once you see the shark, and in and again, no offense to Spielberg or Jaws, I love those movies, but once you see how cheesy the shark looks, <laughs> it's like ah 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 ah, like it loses its menace. But when it was just like music and a tail in the water, that mm-hmm. was terrifying. And so I feel it's the same thing with this. Like once once it's fully revealed. Like, again, you get clips of it, little sneaks and things of it and stuff like that, but once it's fully revealed, like, yeah, that's... It just... And again, like, now I'm jumping to the end, but, like, her with the camera and the well, like, it was a good throwback to that, but I'm like, why are you taking all these useless pictures, Lid? Like, just put the quarter in and wait. Like, she kept, like... She's like, (laughs) snap, snap. And I'm like, come on, lady. Anyway, there is some... Just some little things like that, but... um, But again, I'm I'm nipping. I I, I did really like this. I And again, I, I agree. I like all the main actors. Daniel Kaluuya, the girl, his sister, who I think her name is Kiki Palmer. Um, Stephen Young was great. Yoon or whatever. I liked, um, I don't know who the guy is who plays Angel, but he was like, they were all good. Even the, mm-hmm. the film director who's kind of, I guess, more of a co-star. He kind of, he's at the beginning and he kind of comes back for the last third of the movie or something. But uh, he was great too. Michael Wincott. I haven't seen him in a movie in forever. Every time I see him, I always think of The Crow. But um okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't recognize him. But yeah, he's so obviously that guy from the crow, that's right. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean I I agree with you. The chimp the chimp stuff was super scary. The fake alien stuff was super scary. Um even like yeah, like some of the other stuff too, like just the attacks, like the horses running off, and then uh, I mean the whole idea like the Steven Young, like the fact that he tries to make a show out of it, like that was because you know it's not going to go well. You right. know it's not, and like that was terrifying. And the fact that like you could hear them screaming inside the thing as it's flying around with them in it was just yep. <laughs> that was scary too. That was interesting. Like you don't again, you don't really never seen seen or heard something like that before. Well, okay, that, how, 
help me understand the show because we're led to believe that he's put on this show before, right? He's sacrificed horses to this thing. This is an ongoing thing with him. So has- I don't think it is. I think this is the first show with oh, an audience. That makes he sense. Okay, so practiced- he's, he's, been, he's been basically training the thing like a horse or thinking he can. And I then think so. I that think makes more sense. Because I was like, I th- what the hell? If Unless it's gone wrong every time. How has the audience not talked about this? But okay, that makes sense if it's the first time he's actually done it for a live I audience. think he's maybe okay. done it with a couple of the horses that he's buying off. Um, mm-hmm. What's right. his name? Uh, but, um, but I don't even know if he's... I don't even know if he's... Um, I guess he's trying to train it. But I mean, that's the whole difference between those two characters is the fact that he, he thinks of the predator it's kind of like the whole thing with the monkey like he treats the animal the monkey the alien as a spectacle whereas um daniel's character what is his name again ricky no oj he knows like how to treat like an animal like don't look it in the eye the pred like it's a pred like he treats it as a predator whereas ricky treats it as as a spectacle which is kind of like his background growing up on that show right like well i love how they did because yeah i think i love the scene with the chimp because jupe thinks that he thinks that he has this connection this control over the creature like Mm -hmm. he thinks he had it with the chimp like the chimp gave him the fist bump it didn't kill him but the only reason the chimp didn't kill him was because he was hiding under the table and his eyes were covered by the tablecloth so the chimp couldn't see him looking at him yes had that tablecloth not been there the chimp would have ravaged him yeah exactly i I like how they did that and he gets this hubris so like oh no like these creatures respect me yes i can control animals i I can control wild animals and it's like no 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 you can't and like again they set that whole thing up with like the horse and the silver ball at the beginning like reflections and looking at it in the eye like yeah it's great the, the one question I have for you is what is your interpretation about the whole shoe standing up on its end I have a thought but oh, if you because that's an ongoing you see thing I think that's the first thing you see I would like to see this movie again in theaters like I'm definitely going to watch it again I like it that much but I only saw this the day before last so I haven't had time to process I know there's a lot of interesting themes going on this, with this movie but I haven't had really time to think about it yeah the, so the standing up with the shoe because when it's you, we first see it it's in the display case right and he has it s- s- well the pro- first time we see it is because it, op- it opens with the monkey I think that's how it opens and you see it there but yes he has it on the display case and every time you cut back to to Ricky's memory I think you go, go back two or three times like they definitely keep showing that the shoe is standing straight up on its heel basically right and then I really noticed it in the long scene with the chimp where like in yeah. Yeah, the back you see this this shoe standing unnaturally straight up. What is your yeah. theory on it? Because I have n- I have no idea at this point. I I don't. I mean, I don't know. I haven't read anything. I but I wonder if it's supposed to be. I don't know if it's supposed to be like kind of what OJ is talking about the one night about what is considered like what's a bad what does he call it what's a bad um god a bad phenomenon or what does he call it like what do you call a bad miracle that's what it is what do you call a bad miracle and I wondered if this the meaning of like that this shoe is a bad miracle like it's like what do you like it's kind of like the alien coming like that the shoe is there and it's just what it, it's just it's just this weird thing that happened at this really at this really horrible time just like the aliens show up and it's it's interesting but then the, this this tragedy kind of befalls it and i wonder if that's what they're saying but i don't know i i don't know i i, I think probably after this podcast i might read a bit more of it i just was curious on what you thought of it 
No, I haven't thought. I haven't thought about it much, and I want to see. I'm not going to read anything on this because I want to see it in theaters and come up with my own. Like, yeah, I want to dive into this a little bit more, but I haven't had time yet. The other thing I thought was a little cheesy. I mean, it, it made a good shot in the trailer. Is like the TMZ guy. Like again, like that. Like how he shows up out of the blue, and that I thought was a little weird too. But um, but yeah, and then I didn't realize this, but supposedly, and this I I did not figure out. I, I heard this that nope is actually like an acronym that alien believers believe in and that stands for not of planet earth so oh, that okay. the whole that the whole sort of explanation of the movie is just right there in the title if if you're if you're in on it i thought that was interesting too like i mean hmm. they say nope a bunch of times and, yeah. and sort of like no 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 <laughs> so which is played sort of for humor um but it actually has more of a feeling just hmm. nope i'm not going to do this interesting do you want to get into the questions yeah we can get into the questions i mean i'm sure there'll be more things as we walk talk through this i know remember some of these questions so i know i think we will question one do we see an alien we both thought we would and i give us the point for this one 100 percent because the creature we definitely see now i guess you could argue that we don't have proof that this is actually extraterrestrial um this could be a creature on earth but i think we know it's an alien right i i think so i think if these were on earth uh it would be uh yeah it just seems like we somebody would have seen them or something i think it's supposed to be an alien but um but yeah that was it that was definitely not the way we thought we were gonna see it yeah like i thought it was a flying saucer and we were gonna get some sort of creature or creature's in it. And then I was worried because like the stuff, like the chim- the fist bump and stuff like that, I thought that was an alien and the stuff with the fake aliens that are in the trailer I thought mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe we're never gonna see these aliens. And I was like, I'm okay losing the point because I don't know if I want to see them. But then they yeah. went the other step where, I, again, I don't mind the idea of it. I just don't know if I, I like how it was executed. It was like, it wasn't a ship. It's like a flying, it's a flying creature. Like, there is no ship. It It, it is the ship, sort of. Yeah, like I said, too big to be scary. Yeah. So we both get a point for that one question two are the aliens abducting invading or something else uh you thought they were invading i thought they were abducting what do you say do i get the you definitely don't get the point on this well i no, i don't i don't think they're coming to invade the place. there's only one of them yeah and there's it, we have no no scene that we like we see more of them coming like on the outskirts of the atmosphere or something like so i don't think it's an invasion i so no are they abducting people I don't know. I think it's just eating. Like, I don't think its plan is to, like... It's not studying. It's just ingesting and eating. Like, abducting would be, like... I mean, when the question was posed, and I guess you could argue back, was, like, more of, like, are they bringing people up and doing weird tests on them? Are they probing their anuses? Or, you know, whatever they mm-hmm. aliens supposedly do. And, and that's definitely not happening. It's not... It doesn't... It's not... It's not studying us or our culture at all. It's it's an entity that I guess just needs to eat, right? So yeah, I think it's something else. It's, it's like just a creature. A cre- I, I think you're right because okay, we're both kind of right, but not right enough. So you could say invading because they make a point of this thing. It's territorial and it thinks this is its territory. Yes. So in a way, it does invade in that way, and also in a way, it does abduct because it abducts them before it consumes them. But I don't think either of those are. I think something else is closer. Yes. So I, I think, yeah, I think neither of us get it. Okay, so one-to-one. Question three. Is the creature in the veil a human? We both thought it was, and it is. 
is. Um, it's, her, it's his co-star. It's his co-star whose face, I assume, was eaten by the chimpanzee. Yeah, or yeah, or it damaged her face somehow. Yeah, just... at least ripped off the lips and yeah, mm-hmm. brutal. Yeah, yeah. Chimpanzees are terrifying because like, there's stories of stuff like that happening. Oh yeah, gorilla, like like just like primates in general, chimpanzees or apes or what? Like they're super strong and they can snap. Like yeah, they're ter- they are terrifying. And they're smart too. Like again, being so close to humans, they're like they're not just a dumb animal. Like they, yeah. There was one story of somebody who like kind of adopted a chimp, but it lived in it lived in a sanctuary, and they'd known this chimp for ages. But it was with a bunch of others, and it was his birthday, and they brought it a birthday cake, and the other chimps must have got jealous, and then just destroyed this poor bastard who was bringing a cake to his chimpanzee. Like because they and their thing is yeah, when they attack you, they go for they go for your genitals first, and they rip that off, and then they go for and. Loose, they can bite off like your fingers and lips, Whew, your nose. Yeah, it's not good, but anyway, yeah, oh, thanks for scary. that. Man. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, but the creature in the veil is a humus, an unfortunate yes. one at that point. So, we both get a point. It's two to two. Question four Do the opening credits drop down like they do in the trailer? Uh, you thought it was just going to be a trailer thing, and that they were not. I said they were, and then when I was typing out these questions, immediately regretted my answer because yours seems right, and yours was right. The credits do not drop down, the names appear just on the screen at the beginning, and then we don't get the title until the end of the film, right? And that just appears. Yes, yes, you're right. So you get a point for that. It's three to two. You take the lead going into question five. Is the power outage alien related? We both thought it would be, and it is. Um, it most definitely is. Yeah, it's good the way it's, uh, yeah, it has this anti-electromagnetic field, kind of, which I did like. You saw it coming a mile away, because they say it, with a TMZ guy on his electric motorcycle, and he's riding straight towards it. Like, what happens when a guy going 60 on an electric bike hits an anti-magnetic field trap in the opposite direction, and you just see him fly over the handlebars? Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, that was another sort of great thing, uh, too. Again, like, when it's building the tension, like, the whole Jaws analogy again, of, like, just, like, all of a sudden... Some, like the car would shut down or the house goes black or whatever and you're just like oh god it's here it's here like that yeah. was great too and another good terrifying scene of um, when he first goes out and he f- it's one of the first times he sees it and it's off in the distance what do you call it the giant's telephone poles essentially what are they called the telephone poles like yeah but they're metal and they're big <sighs> I don't know anyway there's the red lights on the uh, the towers in the distance yeah the, yeah, the radio look, towers uh, the radio towers and they look like like eyes and they're all over and you see and they're way off in the distance and as and you first see it like is that a pair of eyes in the background and that's scary yeah. enough and then as it flies down all the the lights go off slowly getting closer and closer i really like that scene yeah there was some there was some good i mean i like the scene as well like again it's sort of in the trailer i, th- I think or maybe it's not like when it's just like dropping everything on the house like it's just raining blood down on the house and chunks of metal and people and stuff like that was like oh my god this is terrifying (laughs) yeah that was a lot of blood from well i guess there was quite a few people yeah there's quite a few people up in there (laughs) okay so the power outage is alien related we both get a point it's four to three for you question six has the phenomenon occurred before you said it had i said it hadn't what do you say on this one 
I the don't father. I wouldn't count the no, father. No, the father I don't happens count. Yeah. happens, and I, I get the impression like relatively quickly, like things are hap- like he takes over and the system. Like, I, yeah, like the fact that no, I don't think that a big passage of time has happened between the father's death and whatever. Um, and we have no, we have nothing that says that's happened before. So I, I think by that logic, we have to say that this is this is a one-time thing. Like again, if, if there was one line where it's like this happened before, like you know, oh, this happened sixty years ago or whatever, like that, then sure. But I think this is this thing has just showed up. Like from somewhere, like if it's from, it could even be from another place on Earth, but they don't explain it. They don't need to. So no, I don't yeah. think I get the point for that, or I don't. Okay, well, it gives me the point and gives me uh, ties it up. It's four to four. Going into question seven, do they sacrifice a horse to the aliens? You thought they would not. I thought they would. Now the stipulation I put on there was it had to be somebody from their farm. So while Jupe is sacrificing the horses, he is not a part of the farm. So you get the point for that one. Well, would you even one that count that, it, that, they, that it, the horse is sacrificed? Because he doesn't even eat the horse. Because like, the question is, it was a horse sacrificed. Do they sacrifice a horse? Uh, but he he has sacrificed a horse before. I guess. I guess. But well, I we don't know that. Because, I'm assuming. Yeah, that, we yes. do. Because they've sold, they've sold a couple horses to him. And remember right. at the beginning when he asked about buying them back, he gets all weird about it. It's because right. they're gone. They're dead. He's fed right. them to it. Right, 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 right. But it had just, to be them, which is another one I kind of kick myself for because he's obviously a horse lover. And it's a weird move for your main character who has a horse farm to sacrifice his own horses. Well, but if in dire times, you might. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe might. I'm just uh, hindsighting it. But I will say that this inspired me to think of another thing I, li- I, I think I like with this movie is I like the chapters and I like that they're named after the horses. That was nice. Yes, that was that was a, a nice little touch that they were all like this one's lucky and this one was uh, whatever the one I don't remember can't remember all their names ghost yeah and then and what was the one Gordo, that she thought she wanted or she wanted but the father like took it from her it wasn't uh, I don't remember uh, yeah anyway I I like the chapter idea and I like the uh, naming after the horses I that was that was cool when I do a rewatch to see if like the horses personalities tied into the themes of the chapters or not or the names like the fact that it's ghost yeah. and lucky like does that mean like is that like, yeah. is lucky the last horse when they get lucky and beat the alien i think he's the last ho- chapter but i don't know well there's also the chapter because gordo is the chimpanzee and he Gordo's gets a chapter the card cha- and then yeah. jean jacket which is what they name the alien that one also gets a chapter card right okay um so you get the point for that one that was do they sacrifice a horse to the aliens so you get a point it's five to four you take the lead question eight does steven young die uh, we both thought he would and he does oh, yeah. like we covered oh. before his pride oh, yeah. his hubris yeah tries to sacrifice a horse he sacrifices everybody including himself gets turned into some jelly or whatever gets dis- yeah. digested or I don't know alright so uh, we both get a point for that six to five for you question nine is the family being targeted uh, you thought they would not be I thought they would be I don't think so I don't think there's anything special about them I think it's just the area well, the area maybe the horses. He's he's obviously eats a couple of the horses, or it eats a couple of the horses, and it's eating the horses. I guess though we don't see it at Jupe's farm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like if, if Jupe, yeah, I guess it's too uncertain to say. Like I don't know if like, if Jupe was not sacrificing horses, would it just be flying around this food source and sort of targeting them because they have horses? 
Because it doesn't yeah, go into it town. Like, it doesn't them. pick on anybody that doesn't have a horse. Or is it, like, or, I mean, in a way, or, or like, like, or is feeding it. Like, it's, so I don't know. It's a kind of a weird thing. It's a tough one. Because, like, if it was in, like, if there was a scene again where it's, like, attack somebody else, then I would say no. But I don't know if it's just, again, it's living in that cloud. That was great. I love that, too. Where, like, that cloud doesn't move. And they go back and check the tape and the clouds just sit there. Um... I don't what know. Do you say? I'll, I'll let you make the call on this one because I can go either way on it. No, I guess it's not targeting them. I, I guess. All right, gives himself the point then. <laughs> so you, so you get the point with no. It's seven to five for you going into question ten. Will the other person like this movie? You thought I would not like the movie. I thought you would like the movie. You get, you get the point, sir, and I do not because I did not think that you. Yeah, you obviously like this movie. In fact. I think you like this movie more than I, because I will not go back to theater to see it. I will watch this again when it hits a streamer. I will watch it with my wife, but uh, I will not go to theater again. I think I might very well go back to theater for this one. Okay. Time dependent. So that gives me the point, but it's not enough. It's uh, seven to six for you, giving you the win, sir. A very squeaky win. It was not a yeah. definitive win. I uh, I should have fought for that is the family being targeted question harder. Well, if you really have an argument for it, I'm kind of on the fence too, but when I, I guess if I have to think about it like no i guess it's not but i don't know like i really don't know i don't think so i think that's what i mean i don't think so either but the, like, the question the thing would be like, if they're specifically going after them for the horses then yes but i think it's just the area it's it just happens to live in that area there you go i got i got some proof that will say that they're not being targeted is the fact okay. that it has it has ingested something to have the metal to kill the father that's true yes like it's it's a, it's attacked a house a car a part like whatever it is it's done something and ingested something that spits out over the mm-hmm. over the farm so there we yeah. go there's there's the the quote unquote proof. <laughs> <laughs> Who carries that much change in their pockets anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Cowboys do. I guess so. I haven't had change in my pockets in years. And I was kind of um at the beginning I was like, what are they doing with physics here? Because it's the old thing, you know, if you drop a penny off the Empire State Building, would it kill somebody? And the answer is no, it hits a terminal velocity and it would just kind of might hurt your head a little bit. But I think with this thing with its electromagnetic field, I think it might be firing all this stuff out at Yeah, super, I think it's like, kind of like speeds. Whatever you like want bullets, to say. Yeah. Burp, yeah. burping it out throwing it up farting it out like I don't know whatever it's doing but yeah I think it's giving it some extra push when the father first gets killed and you, you find out that it's a coin and then they show the horse and there's a key sticking out of the horse which is brutal I was yeah. like that key a, key a falling key wouldn't actually impale itself into a horse but I think I think the idea is yeah the alien is somehow propelling it from itself so yeah exactly. it checks out alright sir well that's the win for you well okay I, I'll take it um, so I guess the question comes the final two questions i guess uh, i guess we'll go i'll go with trailer first do you think this is a good trailer did it spoil anything for you it's yo know, it's a good trailer yeah the stuff that the stuff that it led us to believe was kind of a misdirect right like what we thought was the alien potentially the alien hand was just was the chimpanzee it doesn't really tell you that much the only thing i didn't like was it when it shows the woman with the veil because that's kind of teased throughout the scene where we see her with a veil down and when it, it's, when it blows back later in the scene as we see what's happened to her face, that reveal was ruined by the trailer. But other than that, I like the But trailer. I think they're trying to use that as a misdirect, I think. Yes, but, it, but yes, their misdirect I, I kind of ruined that impact in the scene itself. Yes, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, no, I think it was a good trailer as well. 
Um, yeah, I think I think it did well. It didn't didn't spoil anything. So, sir, what do you give this movie out of ten? Then I give this movie eight out of ten. I give this movie an eight out of ten. Okay, that's about right. Maybe I should rethink my position on half points because I did like this more than you. It seems, and uh, I was humming and hawing between an eight and a nine. I can't quite give it a nine. I would give it a nine if, and it's hard to do. Like like I said, the alien itself wasn't scary when it when it shows up, and it shows up for a good portion of the movie. So that's that's the reason it wasn't a nine. Yeah, for the me. reveal of and again, like it just wasn't scary. And it looked a, at times it looked a little it looked a little cheesy. Like it I get. I know its body's obviously like has sort of no bones to it, blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. At times it looked too much like a balloon to me. Like I, which I guess is kind of what it is, sort of. There's a balloon like skin. I don't know. It just, I, I didn't like it. I, I don't and know. I liked it at the end when it breaks apart and it becomes this almost like. That was a little better. Kind of like how old angels in the Bible were supposed to look of these yeah. like weird geometric figures, right? But the and weird mouth, like, like the square mouth, like I, I don't know. It didn't look right. I don't know. There was something weird. It looked like party streamers or something. And I don't know. It just wasn't scary. Yeah, it wasn't the scary. The I think it was doing like a like a movie screen thing, like that kind of that theme. I think that's why they did it that way. But yeah, because this anyway. is, I think this, I think this movie, like I said, I haven't thought enough about it, but I think it is saying something about movies and televisions and the spectacles on them and how the, no the lengths people go to to try and capture that. Yeah. For good or for bad, obviously Jordan Peele wants to get these little illusions and, and themes and, and things in there and it worked very well for Get Out. It did not work well in us as far as I'm concerned and this time it worked, It worked, I think, more. I, again, yeah, I need to read about this movie and think on it some more um, to figure out what they all are because some of them are obviously washing over me. <laughs> me too. Okay. Alright. But I'm definitely glad I saw it. Yes, yes, yes. So, if you are now joining us here at the Chapter Marker, you've just skipped ahead. Uh, me and Matt both enjoyed this movie. We both gave an 8 out of 10. So if you skipped ahead um, because you want to see this movie, go and see it. And if you want to, uh, or if you were on the fence but you still skipped it, hopefully these scores maybe inspire you to go see it. Anyway, on that note, we will move ahead now to Bullet Train, which is coming out August 5th here in Canada. Um, so a couple days uh, before we are record or after we are recording this. Um, there is no spoilers here. We're just watching the official trailer so we'll put the official trailer for bullet train and the questions and predictions for bullet train and our scores for note all on our facebook page here's how it goes uh it'll also be on our website here's how it goes.com um so you can find all of those things there so you can watch and play along or whatever um you can also write us at um feedback at here's how it goes.com or on the Facebook page wall or speak to us directly if you know us um, about doing a listener request we've done several of them in fact a couple episodes ago we just did one with Red Rocket which was really great um, so if you have something we're kind of getting into sort of end of the summer award season transition so something you want us to do let us know because we enjoy doing them and uh, you can also write us at those places if you have anything you want to add about anything we've spoken about tonight if that's the Terminalist, if that's Stranger Things Season 4, if that's Vox Machia or the Time Traveler Wife show or book, um, anything at all, let us know. Uh, we love hearing from you, and if, even if you disagree with us, that's fine, too. Um, 
All right. On that note, I guess I get to start bullet train questions. Um, okay. Here's a, here's a simple question. The movie is about a bunch of killers, assassins, spies, whatever, all trying to get their hands on this briefcase. Do we see what's in the case? You got my questions. I figured. If we find out what's in the case, we have to actually see it? Yeah. Because they, we, to be certain, yeah, we gotta see it. Gotta see it. Someone has to open the case or take it out or whatever. Do we see specifically what's in the case? I say, Yes. I don't want to, but I think we're going to see it too. But do I want to answer that way? I, I, I'm with you. I don't want to see it either. You know what? Just to be different right off the bat, I'm going to say no. Okay. I do like your answer. Is Brad Pitt working for the good guys? Hmm. Well, that's a v- open for interpretation, but uh, I think we can come to a consensus on it. I think I think so. You say, yeah. Um... I say no. Okay. I think I think there's going to be a twist. I think he thinks he's going to be, but then there's a twist where he doesn't. Must. Okay. Well, speaking of twists, we hear, I'll call it his handler, whatever, who gives him the job, gives him the gun, even though he doesn't want a gun, blah, 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 blah. D- does the handler set him up? No. Seems so cliche to say yes, but again, to be <laughs> different, I'll say yes, just to be different from you. Now, full disclosure, I think you're the same on this. I think we've both seen a bunch of different trailers for this movie, right? And did you have, you had this one at the beginning of Nope as well? I had this trailer at the beginning of something. It could probably, if it wasn't Nope, I can't remember if it was Nope, but I've seen this trailer in theater. Yes. It might have been I've for the Northmen or I think Maverick. I saw it for the Northmen. I think I saw it for Northman, Maverick, and Lost World. I think I've seen it three. And then just for Nope, I think I've seen it four times. Yeah. But in the latest one, in the one in Nope, we see his handler, right? It's Sandra Bullock, isn't it? Oh, or I don't it know. Not? No, I didn't. I don't think I've seen Sandra Bullock. Is she in this I movie? Th- I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked it up. But I thought there was a shot of her. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm mistaken. But I thought there was a shot of her, like a full face. I thought it was Sandra Bullock. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong though. No, yeah. no, you could be right. I, I, okay. I did not know this, and I don't think it was in the trailer that I saw for Nope. I thought I saw this one, but anyway. Okay. If you know, do you know it's her? Or you're assuming. I guess you don't no, know. No, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's your question? Is it like is Sandra Bullock the handler? Oh no, I was just talking about your. Does the handler set him up? Oh, oh, oh. That has nothing to do with my question okay um because i had a question again i don't i'm not asking this it's not my turn and i'm not saying this is my next question but i did write down because i i thought we might have some duplicates is do we see his handler or is she is she always just a voice on the phone i think we have a profile and that's what i thought that looks like sandra bullock we have her mouth against the microphone i believe okay. that was from that one okay anyway um okay they're on a train do they pull the emergency brake <laughs> anybody anybody yes anybody now, originally, I was going to say we have to have the classic emergency brake sound of the squeal, you know, the, the metallic squeal of a train stop. Not on a bullet train. I, yeah, not on a bullet train. I was like, it wouldn't be so cheesy to put that sound in. Even though movies love putting that sound in of a stopping train, it would be too out of place with a bullet train to use it. So you don't need the sound. But yes, do they pull the emergency brake? I am going to say no. Okay. I say yes. Okay. Speaking of the train, my next question is, does the climax happen on the train? The climax. Like the final fight, the what, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like, like. I say no. I say no as well. 
This is kind of similar. Um, does the movie begin or end on the train? <laughs> I had a similar type of question. So does it begin or end? So this has to be one or the other? Just one or the other. Well, I, I, we know it doesn't begin. Well, unless it's a flashback, I guess. It doesn't have to be that train on a train. A so train. It could, oh, on any train. Does it yeah, it could be Brad Pitt showing up, getting off a subway train. I'm going to say no. Okay. I also say no. Here we okay. go. We have a very assorted a collection of, a, again, assassins, killers, whatever. One is Bad Bunny. The other one is, uh, whatever, Aaron Johnson or whatever, Taylor Johnson. A couple other people that look recognizable. Um, at, does Brad Pitt team up with any of these assassins by the end of the movie? Like, team up permanently. Not like, hey, you and me, we're going to fight for a minute to get rid of this one guy, but then we're going to continue fighting. That doesn't count. I mean, does he be, does, does he get a, a like a friend? <laughs> a whatever? For the end, like, for a sizable portion of this movie. The friend could die, but, you know, I think we can talk our way through this. Is there is there a team up? Does he team up with one of them? What if he work? teams up with somebody and goes all the way through to the end, then at the end, there's a falling out, like, right at the end. Like they betray him? Yeah. I would still consider that a team up. If, if, the, if the team up has, has gotten them to, or gotten Brad Pitt or them, the two of them, or three of them, or whatever, like, to the end, like, if it's he's benefited from it, then that's a team up. Then I'll say yes. I think so too. I'm gonna to say yes as well. I think he they're gonna to have to give him somebody to help him, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be the girl too. The young girl? Yeah. I think so. I, I think guess. So too. Yeah. <laughs> um does Brad Pitt get the case for his employers? Like at the end he gives it to his employers? Yes. The, um he doesn't actually have to hand it over, but we have to know like yes, Brad it's Pitt. It's implied has that it. he's, he's giving it to his yes. employers. Okay. I So if no. he fails, no, if he finds out his employer are bad no I'm saying no I also say no okay your final question I don't really like this question <laughs> but it's kind of all I have jotted down here it's kind of like yours about starting on a train does this movie start in Japan I'm assuming that's what they are is Japan I think so yeah well, I mean if is. I'm wrong and it's China like uh, uh, you know what uh, like but I'm assuming it's, it's Japan definitely, it's Japan I recognize the writing as Japanese characters not Chinese okay characters. so does this movie start doesn't have to end in Japan but does this movie start in Japan the very yes. first scene is it in Japan you're gonna say yes, yes. I am going to say I'll say yes as well. Okay. And the last question, my final question. Um, are the Yakuza mentioned by name in the movie? By name? No. Okay. I'll say yes. Because okay. we do see a bunch of gangsters with tattoos, which is classic Yakuza. And it's in Japan, classic Yakuza. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if we're actually going to say, they actually have to say, oh no, right. Yakuza. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. And as I was saying before we started, uh, these uh, the trailer that we watched, uh, these questions and the uh, answers for Nope will all be on our Facebook page, Here's How It Goes, and our website, Here's How It Goes dot com. Everyone, keep enjoying your summer and stay safe, sir. You have a good couple of weeks. Go enjoy Nope again. Come back with some thoughts and revelations. I'll come back with a book report. <laughs> Every other line. Double spaced or whatever. Yeah. All right, <laughs> sir. Have a good one. You too. See you later. Later. <laughs>